1: welcome back to the school last podcast this is rick roberts in the studio today with gavin miller how's it going buddy going good gavin's been working his tail off doing his custom handyman work (laughs) and he is killing it out there And starting to work on some material too So that's going to be exciting to hear as things move along If it's your first time listening to School Last Podcast We tackle all topics Comedy, sometimes we write material On the show, sometimes we review material Sometimes we talk about the gigs that you should take Or not take, or take (laughs) them all And see how you deal with it And today's topic was suggested by three or four people Over the past month Asking how do you work in new material Hmm. Into your show So that's going to be our topic today, working in new material And I've got a little acronym to help us out Fresh, F-R-E-S-H. Uh, a few different ways you can look at it if you're trying to work some new material in. Yeah. So we'll get to that in just a second. Gavin, we've got what I call a concise and powerful iTunes review. Are you ready? <laughs> I love it. This came in September 14th from Columbus Fan 13 Here we go. Love this podcast. Very positive and motivating. Boom. Five stars. That's all you need, people. Positive and motivating. It I is. I like that. It is for me. More often than not, it is. So uh, cool! Thanks, Columbus fan, for putting that in there. I hate to beg for iTunes <laughs> reviews, but hey, we're almost to seventy, and we gotta get to a hundred before the end of the year. And if we don't hit a hundred, the podcast is over. So, yeah. uh, a little bit of pressure there. Yo. But seriously, <laughs> if we can't get to a hundred uh, with forty-two thousand downloads or whatever it is, I know it's uh, crazy. I'm just disappointed. We know you're out there. <laughs> Come on, hook us up. Do your job. It could be four four words like that last one. Uh, no pressure, but please do it, or else we'll quit. <laughs> So Gavin, the you know it's one thing as you're building your show to try to get a set together, yeah, and once you get that five or seven or ten or fifteen or whatever it is that gets you going and you're feeling like, okay, I have an act now, and that's something we really haven't talked too much about and you know there's one thing about just going on stage and telling jokes right and trying jokes out and, and hitting the open mics and doing new jokes all the time, but you're not really bookable until you have
0: an act an act
1: a yes. consistently producing act, yeah. And once you get that, then the trick becomes, and people have done it for years, as well as just a few weeks, notice that it's hard to get new material in there to where it flows naturally, right? it fits, and it doesn't seem new. Right, okay. So, like, picture, a, just like a band, you know, when they put out a new album, you expect to hear a couple <laughs> of tunes from that album, but yeah. you're worried you're going to hear all of them, yeah, and not any of the hits. So it's, even a band has to figure out a way to put this new rockin' song in their sure. show. And their show was already good before, right? Because people coming to see him.
0: So Put the safety blanket of the old material that you know is going to work for sure, right? <laughs> That's tough. Now the
1: only downside for comedy is the uh, you're so attached to your jokes, and it's just you in the audience, and there's nobody else on stage like a band. You know, at least with the band, it's a song. It's so loud you can't hear whether they're booing or clapping. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, for three and a half and to four and a half. Yeah, minutes. I was going
0: to say, and it's three minutes, and it's over. Right.
1: <laughs> And then, you know, you can you can bail on that song anytime and just totally. segue into yeah. a, a medley if you need to. <laughs> Harder to do that in comedy. Yeah. So I've been doing this for over 20 years, and this still is one of those things that I have to deal with. And so what I did today was kind of just thought about the few different ways that I go about putting new material in. Mm-hmm. And it came out to, into like a nice little acronym for <laughs> us.
0: Fresh. I'm sure it just comes out like that. Yeah. Just easy. Throughout,
1: <laughs> it took me about 10 minutes in the hot tub and five minutes in the shower. And, <laughs> Uh, S Ooh, was the hardest one, tub. but it else probably makes the most sense. So let's start with F and fresh, all right? If you've only got a couple of jokes and you're afraid you're going to forget them, put them right up front. Okay. Now, everything, there's a, a plus and minus to doing that. Not all jokes that you write are going to be great opening jokes. Right, okay. There might be some joke you write that's really dark and edgy, and they're, they need to know you before they hear that. Yeah. But if you don't have any other place to put it and you're afraid you're going to forget it, Put it right up front, hey, how you guys doing? Maybe do one or two of your opening lines to set the pace a little bit
0: because and, you know you the part about that is because you know you 'll be able to get them back with the stuff that you know works yeah yeah okay.
1: so there 's not a lot of pressure you, you put it in the front where it 's still fresh on your memory, and you should probably be looking at that in the green room or backstage before okay. you hit to say and just kind of know the beats to it don 't get hung up on memorizing every single word correctly, but get your main punch lines okay. your main tags across and put it right up front. I recommend doing that because the other tricky part that I think a lot of comics struggle with is once you get a good couple of opening jokes, you stick with them for years and years and years and years. (laughs) I mean, I can tell you I did for a long time because it just worked so well. Yeah. And then when it came time to swap that joke out, uh, I was, like, panicking because I was still...
0: I feel like it's so vital. That opening Mm -hmm. thing is, like, get your thing and then stick with it. Like, don't ever let that go. Right,
1: but... But as good as that is, the people come back to see you time after time, or if you're recording a new CD or a new DVD, we've done a lot of talking about that in the past few weeks, you can't open with the same opening line and then segue into your new material for the CD. So I like the idea of putting it right up front, making it relevant. It'll, It'll force you to actually make it relevant. I mean, the joke could be about serial but if you're going to talk about cereal the first thing in your right. show you're going to need to explain why <laughs> and that might be a better part of your setup that you yeah. didn't have before um, but put it right up front so people can grasp what you're saying you got time you got all the time in the world to explore it before you switch gears and get back into your regular to set the, okay and you you know if it works then nothing better than having a new opening joke that's yeah think about it when you go to an open mic and you see 15 or 20 comics and they go up there in the very first minute. is the same as the last time you saw them. You'll yeah. tune out, look at your notebook, work on your material, whatever. Yeah. But if the first minute is completely new and you've never heard it before, you're going to see if they got more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's a great way to hook not only the audience in, but you know the people you work around all the time. It's like, like rewarding for them.
0: Yeah. It, I, mean, I have definitely done that. Gone, and you're like, oh, same forty, you know, forty seconds or whatever is the, is that opener thing, you know? And it's like ah, that's the same. All right. Well, I'm looking. I'm going to continue to panic and look at my cards (laughs) that's you know for my spot like Uh you know but then sometimes like it's so cool when you see the person especially with the people who've been doing it a long time like you can see the light back in their eyes when they're trying the new material that has a little uh a little risk in it for them you know it's like it's like oh they're 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 having fun again. You well, that, know? yeah, and,
1: and it's so easy to lose touch with that part of it and just worrying about killing all the time or yeah. you know, doing whatever. The the discovery of the new laugh should be enticing yeah. enough to make you want to do it all the time. Yeah, and put it in there. But you know I, I like having it at the at the front end because you don't really need your note cards. You don't need to know yeah. where it goes. You just go up there and you do it. You do it, right. You know, the other examples we'll talk about here in a minute, there's a specific place and you've got to remember to do it. That's the hardest thing for me. If I'm going to do an hour, kind of once things get rolling, I'm in that zone. You,
0: you just sort of I wouldn't
1: say auto, auto? I wouldn't say not, autopilot or automatic, okay. but it's it's flowing, and so I'm caught up in presenting that material, yeah. that, that stuff, and I'm not thinking, what was that one joke I need to try? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but So once you get going, you kind of forget. So right yeah. up front, you've got all the – it's front of mind – put it out there if it works great if not you've got the rest of your time to
0: win the audience back over
1: they're not going to abandon you after one minute you know they might
0: just be a little bit confused like yeah yeah what's he talking about and then you can go into your other material and then you're like oh okay you know here he is we got him yeah so i recommend i I like up front the best that's what you're yeah okay
1: but there's other other places that can work so that's f up front r the rear of your show (laughs) the rear end of your show yeah you've done everything that you're supposed to do and and this i'll say more in the
0: thank you and good night yeah one more thing here's my thought on
1: yeah you love me (laughs) you know what i'm gonna take a little chance with our relationship as a performer (coughs) in a crowd here's a brand new joke i just want to try it out okay so you've already coasted and and maybe this seems really unnatural but what if you're recording your set you know this this happened a lot of times i in a good club, and I was trying to get a good video, uh-huh. so I'd be recording. I wouldn't want to try new material in the middle of that because I'm trying to get this 10 minute set together to right. to send to see if I could be an opener somewhere or whatever. So you can do all that, get your applause, and just shoehorn okay. one last joke in there. Gotcha. Now, with that, you could just, if you want to have a little note card on the stool to remind you, or hmm. what I would see. Um, the funniest example of it. I mean, I, I know people write jokes on their fingers and their hands and stuff. Yes. So here, let me let me just talk about that for a second. So if, if you put it to the back and you have to look at something to remember to do it, when you write stuff on your hands and you're new and you're nervous, I've seen so many people come off where the words are just melted. Smeared. yeah, Totally yeah. smeared. Or they grab at their bottle of water and that smeared it. Um, I, I remember one <laughs> when I lived in Columbus, like, the guy had a weird nickname like Candyman or something like that but he had written a bunch of stuff on his hands and he was sweating bullets and he wiped his forehead oh. and he didn't know it but we all just like black marks across his forehead and it was just <laughs> it was hilarious but you don't don't just have to write it on your hands yeah. a couple of tricks if you if you bring a bottle of water up there you write there on the label of the water you can write the name of the joke just to remind you gotcha the most extreme version of that, I worked in Madison, Wisconsin once with Emo Phillips. Yeah. And he was trying a bunch of new material. Okay. And on the way, it was one of those deals where I, I was feet turning and I picked him up on the way to the club. And uh, he said, is, is there a, like a grocery in this town? I'm like, I'm sure we got a grocery. <laughs> You're like,
0: uh-oh, tonight might not go well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So he goes in and he gets a, a full half gallon of water. One of those big, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, oxidized water. Right. Just those big things. Not like a regular drinking bottle. but yeah, yeah. The big thing with the handle, like an orange juice jug, yeah. and he got that. He's sitting in the back of my car, and he t- took the la- took the label off, and he has a big sharpie, and he starts writing all the new jokes he wants to try on that big old water jug. And he took that right up on the stage and put it on the stool. I was doing his material, he'd go get a drink of water, and he would just like stare at the bottom <laughs> of this thing. I mean,
0: where am I going? Yeah,
1: it kind of got to become a thing. Like the crowd yeah. knew that when he grabbed it, he's going to be trying some new material.
0: Okay, gotcha. So it's like
1: a little game within the game. Yeah, which I think that's a fine thing to do too. Yeah,
0: L- letting. Yeah, I guess that's the that's maybe a different thing is letting the audience know you're or not, mm-hmm. like whether you're trying to seamlessly put it in there or or like, hey, here's a heads up, there's some you know, new material coming. Right, and
1: you know when I, when I think about the rear of your show too, if you're headlining a show and they drop checks. That to me is the best place to do new tutorial. T- t- okay.
0: So d- But then how do you know if it's gonna be good if they're not paying attention? Well, I mean it could be good.
1: Here's what we know. And, and first off, if you if you don't hit the comedy clubs all the time and don't know what dropping checks is,
0: yeah, well, that's the, uh, yeah.
1: the wait staff will come around about fifteen to twenty minutes before the end of the show and drop the check on the table and it's total chaos yeah. for the performer on stage because everybody now that was having a great time is looking at their check and they're like, What sixty bucks. Who yeah. broke who broke a window? Who ordered tax? Yeah. All those <laughs> all those old hacky lines. But Yeah. Usually everybody at the table except for one is staring at that check and dipping up money. One or two people in a yeah. six top or a four top are still paying attention. So no better time than just to say, hey, while you guys are, are taking care of your checks, got a couple of new jokes I want to throw out here. And so you know if it gets any reaction, any positive reaction okay. with a, a tenth of the group listening. Right. Then then you want to try it next show in a more prominent place okay because you've got some confidence in it,
0: and it how long is that process because
1: the check drop yeah you know five to six minutes okay usually right. so
0: if your chunk is sort of that that's what you need to prep for yeah okay and it,
1: that's also a great time to do crowd work okay
0: um <laughs> hey is anyone paying attention to yeah. me yeah
1: <laughs> i mean think about it why why would you go through six minutes of your great material when no when one's no one's looking. paying attention yeah you know I mean, the mindset is, I'm going to do my best right here to get their attention, but you can't fight the checks. Yeah. You know, some clubs are great, and they drop checks after the show. Yeah. That's, that's usually clubs clubs that are run by comics. Yeah. You know, do that because they understand the, the importance of it. Um, the, well, other, the other trick can be with the drop checks sometimes is they stagger it, and so... The right side of the room will be distracted. Then they'll get their checks taken care of. Then the middle will be distracted.
0: That would distract me.
1: Yeah. It, that's. It's one of those things as a he- headliner, you really have to really get your focus down.
0: Yeah. And so why not? To ignore it?
1: Well, here's because the thing. that's
0: to me what would happen. I would be like focused on like all that was going on.
1: You can ignore Ooh. it as long as you're... Like one trick I'll, I'll do is I'll physically get closer to the audience. Okay. So if I've been kind of in the middle of the stage for most of my show, I'll step to the very edge of the stage to, okay. to engage them a little bit more, make more eye contact gotcha. than before. Okay. And try to lock a few people into what you're doing. You know. But, <laughs> yeah. But if you try out a joke there and it works, you know you've got something. If it doesn't work, you know maybe put it in a place where there's more attention. But it's a great testing ground. You're not right, going to okay. lose anything. The The manager of the club at the time is distracted, too, because they're taking care of checks okay. and making sure. So they're not even watching your show.
0: Okay, yeah. So it's a really,
1: yeah, yeah. you know, it's a little, it's like Roswell.
0: <laughs> no one's watching you. Yeah, yeah Area 57. It's yeah. like, hey,
1: nobody goes in, nobody comes out. Let's yeah. stuff something in there. So that's a good place to do it. Um, and once again, if, you, if the crowds loved you, they're going to give you a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Okay. You know, Some comics I used to work with would literally just say, hey, checks are out. I've got six new jokes. Let's go. Yeah, okay. you know, just make it very blatant. And hey, Ooh. when when you're done with checks, I'll get back to the regular show. Oh, cool. And you know, you can have fun with that. And if if they don't laugh, you overemphasize scratching that joke out on your list. Yeah, like, well, that one's not going to make it. You okay,
0: know. but you can still have fun with it. Have a little bit more fun during that, that yeah. time. Okay,
1: it's almost like a game show mentality for those six six or so minutes.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, that's good to know. Just that's good to know in general, because <laughs> that's I always wondered that because. It it is super distracting when you're sitting there and you're not watching the comic. Mm-hmm. Like I imagine from because I you know I'm obviously not headlining any, anywhere, so it's odd to, for me to think that like that com that comic standing up there and no one's looking at him. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's it's a weird deal, man. Yeah,
1: it's one of the the oddest parts of the show for sure. Um, okay, so that's our rear. So we got front rear. The E in fresh is extend. Now, okay. what I mean by that is, hopefully, not always, but hopefully there's a way to tie in your new joke into something you're currently doing already. Okay. And and one way you can kind of categorize your jokes, if you have no other way of doing it or you haven't before, is just thinking about the sections of the newspaper. Okay. Either your material's talking about current events, topical news, stuff that'd be in that first section of the newspaper it might be relationship driven right it might be entertainment driven uh content it could be about sports it could be about music
0: I was thinking my, my career looks more like the obituary section. You're <laughs> <laughs>
1: just a, a blank page. Nothing,
0: nothing's yeah, died yet. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing living yet. Oh, God. I'm up on the auction block. Uh, yeah. The, yeah.
1: So whatever your new joke is, just ask yourself, which section of the newspaper would this fit in? Yeah. And if you do that with all your material, then you can kind of see loose connections that you can create between your newest joke and a joke you've already got. Gotcha. I mean, that, that to me is the, my favorite way of doing it. You know, up front is, is my my most successful way of doing it, just yeah. to make sure I do it. But once I get a the joke there and I maybe like it, I'll try to put it in a place where it, it flows most naturally and... You know, say for instance, I've got three, three or four jokes to do about crime. Sure. You know, I've got people breaking into my parents' house. I've got uh, a, n- a creepy neighbor. I've got a thing about pepper spray. Gotcha. Yeah. So as I'm writing this new CD, which will, you know the live show will probably be done next year, <laughs> I just got the other CD done, but uh, <laughs> everything in its time. But what I, one thing I can literally do is take those three crime jokes mm-hmm. and replace them one at a time. And then I've got three new jokes about crime that I can throw into my new show. Gotcha. Okay. So I take out the middle joke about somebody breaking into my parents' house and put my new crime joke in there, and then boom, if it works, that's, that's going to stay, and then I'll get rid of that first joke about okay. pepper spray, Yeah. and then whatever. And so that's one way you can really like substitute. Think of it like you're running a, a football team. Sure, yeah. New offensive line. Go in there. Okay, that guy's not really ready <laughs> yet. Okay, um, I'll put him in between these guys that have played for a while. Yeah. And so you kind of extend an idea you've already got and take it into a new place. Okay. Also, a great way to generate new material. Okay. So, you don't have any new jokes and you're like, listen to this podcast. Like, I'm not going to insert any (laughs) new jokes because I don't have any. Yeah. Look at all the jokes you already have and see what could logically happen next. What would be the worst possible thing to happen next after that punchline and just take the reality further?
0: Sort of like a. You do that a little bit as a story writer, like, you know, from my film classes and stuff where you kind of start with the characters and then you just figure out what could happen. Right. So that you're sort of in that way starting with the joke and like, where could this take me? Yeah. Who who knows? What if X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And and characters, that's a great thing to bring up. Any person you've mentioned in your show, whether it's your girlfriend, wife, husband, dad, (laughs) mom, cousin, uncle, if the crowd liked that joke, That included them, think of them as a character that can walk back into your show at any point. Okay. And so that's another way to generate some material. And that new material would obviously go right next to the last joke you told about your right. uncle or your yeah. boyfriend. So that's a way to kind of have more character development sure, and have a little more depth to your show than just, I mentioned this person, just for the sake of a setup. Yeah, and yeah.
0: depth to you because mm-hmm. they know more about, the audience would feel more maybe more connected because they know more about you and the mm-hmm. your people you're with and that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: and the more you make it about you, the harder it is for people to steal Yeah, and uh, the worse they should feel if they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i stole that person's entire family and put yeah, in my show. Yeah, uh, right, up. I know. <laughs> So extending out an idea is a great way to do it, and that's the E and fresh. S, what do you think that means, Gavin? Swap, because I'm looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So here's the thing. Here's the reality. When you've got 15 minutes that you really like, uh, probably, probably, uh-huh. hopefully, there's a, at least a two to five minute chunk in there that's just killer. Okay. Well, you know what? Hopefully. Once you've Once you've got it where you like it and you know it kills. Yeah. Record it. Do an audio or video recording it so you hear the phrasing and you see what you're doing on stage. Write it out mm-hmm. and temporarily retire it. You know, maybe have a notebook of tried and true. This stuff's ready for a CD or ready for a recording. Gotcha. And now you've got two to five minutes to free something up. Okay. And so that's where you put in your new material. Okay. It's going to be hard to shoehorn two new minutes into a fifteen-minute set and keep the whole fifteen that you're already Good. doing. Yeah. You're going to try to be rushed, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's not going to fit. So really, just look at a big open space. Okay. Um, I've got a couple of those spaces now that I'm retiring and, and moving around, and you know I'm trying to take out my best jokes and and find replacements for okay. them. Okay. You know I've got one about being at the Cracker Barrel during a tornado. Yeah, right, right, right. And that's a pretty you know if. If anybody said, "What what bit of ricks do you know?" that they probably know that one. Okay. And so it's it's as good as it's going to get. Probably I've taken a lot of different directions, so I don't do that every show now. Sure. You know, and if if somebody after the show goes, "Man, I was hoping you do that cracker barrel joke," I'm like, "Well, you've seen it once already, apparently." Yeah. yeah. But you have to give your permission, self permission to retire things that are working. And then if there's a, a if I'm doing some kind of taping or something where I really wanted to pop and I want to put those in, that's fine. Yeah. But if, if you feel like you've got to do your best joke every single show or your best bit, it's going to be hard to get new best bits.
0: Yeah, and that's true.
1: If you only do the same seven-minute showcase set, maybe you've showcased with the same seven-minute set six different times and you haven't got anything from it, but you feel it's your best seven minutes, guess what? It's probably not because it hasn't gotten you anything
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. in those seven sure. times you've
1: used it. So give yourself permission to, to swap stuff out. And I tell you, the more often you do that, the quicker you'll build more material.
0: yeah. It's interesting cuz like I I keep putting stuff like I keep writing a little you know a good little section that did get a laugh and then I go put that in the notebook or whatever and and I don't I don't look at it again really which means cuz I'm always trying to write new stuff cuz I don't have that much mm-hmm. stuff you know so everything just gets it's like okay it sort of worked here boom like put put it in the notebook you know put it in the other notebook uh-huh. you know and and eventually I guess I'll be able to work look at all those things and work on them more in depth Um but like right now everything seems to get swapped out I, I just because I don't have time to I have to generate <laughs> like I have to generate content you know right
1: and you should and you should keep doing that Um until you look over at your notebook and you think you've got 10 minutes or whatever
0: okay is that a, like a good
1: well it's manageable okay yeah I mean if you wait till you get 30 then you're trying to make that 30 minutes work <laughs> yeah. it's just too many moving parts for a beginner for, even yeah. for a headliner you know get a 10 minute chunk and, or less and you know maybe that's three different bits or four different bits whatever right. you've got It could be six and then really hone that down take that 10 minutes and say you've got 40 say you've got 40 laughs in that yeah, 10 yeah. minutes take that 10 minutes and edit you it down you couldn't
0: even to, imagine me having 40 laughs in 10 minutes I no. <laughs> I could but you'd have I to know, pause. I know but you had to like you you were like let me Step into that alternate world. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I...
1: <laughs> the the thing with your stuff that, that yeah. I've seen so far is that it's it's kind of a rant mode, and it, yeah, yeah. You, you've got the punchlines in there. You yes. get four punchlines a minute. I'm positive, right. yeah. But you don't always pause for them,
0: right? Yeah, I definitely. I'm afraid that That's there won't silence. be. any – yes, I'm afraid of silence, so I just keep railroading past. Silence I, is is the I hardest s- thing, man. And I do the weirdest thing where I speed. I simultaneously speed up and. Extend. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: you know. Yeah. Well at least you're aware of it. So it's yeah. something you gotta knock out. But take that ten minutes and whittle it down and edit it down to six. Yeah. Eight, something like that. With and keep your laughs. Gotcha. So if you're getting forty laughs in six minutes now, you're doing something okay pretty solid. Okay. I mean that's that's headliner pace right there. Okay. So but don't try to do thirty minutes and you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and when you get that ten minute chunk, okay, say okay. With my last joke, what can I move into? Right. And then work on that next bit. Okay. You know, and then cycle things in and out. But keep it manageable. That's the one thing I see too many people trying to do is, I want to do new material every single time on stage. And you do, and some of it works, but you never do it again, and it never gets better.
0: It's also scary, I think, like, it probably, you know, if you've got the 10 minutes, you're pro- you're not really marketable yet, I, you know, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I'm not marketable yet. But, I mean, I'm assuming sort of like once you maybe hit that 20-minute mark, is that like kind of where you could go, yes, I can middle this show or I can whatever, you know, where you're more marketable as someone who – can do a real show.
1: Yeah, you mean bookable? probably. yeah, yeah, really. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. But and then that safety blanket of that material, like all of a sudden, gets clamped down. Mm-hmm. Where like this is what I have because this I can get me sort of paid, maybe fifty dollars. But you know. right,
1: yeah. As far as getting you know booked work and getting paid work, and we'll separate those two. Like you know, there's there's shows that are booked that aren't paid. Search. Sure, yeah, yeah. And so the and pers- maybe I
0: meant more booked. because yeah. that, that's that's at least what can give you the experience. Right.
1: So you have to show them that you can do 10 minutes consistently, and it is the same 10 minutes, okay. and it gets last every time you go. And they'll go, hey, I'll put Gavin up in the show now. He's got a solid 10, Ten. Okay. for sure. Okay. And even in that 10, you might try a couple things out, but they, okay. they know they're not taking a, a full 10-minute risk and you coming up with something. Okay. Got if you. they only see you trying new stuff out that's hit or miss, then they're not probably going to put you in too many shows. Okay.
0: So now, if you're maybe in that 10-minute spot, maybe just stick with the... You try the new stuff at the open mics. Yeah, I mean, the the way I always think of it,
1: best case scenario is yeah. an open mic. You're not getting paid. It's a laboratory. It's a gym work it out experiment. Okay. Somebody puts you on a book show where they they they're expecting your best. Okay. Maybe don't try ten minutes of new stuff on that show. Yeah. Do your <laughs> ten best minutes that they booked you from. Yeah. And if you do well and they like it and they have you back, then you can put in some different things. Yeah. Same thing with now. Let's say you go from from a book show to a paid show you know to MC a show at a club the first time you're at a club they'll probably give you 10 minutes not the 15
0: at the beginning okay yeah
1: but to do that 10 minutes well you probably need 20 25 minutes of material okay because the the expectations are higher the crowds will be different. A club, a comedy club, typically will have a slightly older crowd than an open mic will.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. A more yeah. mature
1: crowd, for so, sure. You know, people. The open mics that go to midnight, people that are attending those are there because they either don't work nine to fives, yeah. or they don't work, or they're in a college.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. A
1: comedy club where it's, uh, you know, higher to- dollar amount. Of, sure.
0: You know, there's, there's a ticket.
1: There's a ticket, so they're expecting to see yeah. some decent stuff. There's A
0: barrier. To entry, yeah.
1: So if you only have ten minutes of material and they give you a ten minute spot, and some of that material doesn't work, you sink. But yeah. if you're <sighs> able to pull from twenty minutes and use the best for right. this crowd in front of you, you'll yeah. you'll have more success. Okay. Same thing with featuring. You know, you might get a feature gig when you really only have thirty minutes, and if it's solid, you might be able to pull it off. But you really need you know forty five to an hour right. to pick the best for that crowd.
0: Yeah. And but then ha- at least at least thirty minutes you've got. You've got time to do some of these things that like, you know, mm-hmm. putting some at the front because you know you've got plenty of time to get them back and to show the club that you're good, Yeah, you know.
1: And the feature spot, we've, we've talked about it before, there's no pressure. There's less pressure there than anywhere else in the show because right. the crowd has been seated, fed, and gave their first drink. And really for 20, 30 minutes, there's not much action from the wait staff out on the floor. It's gotcha. full focus and somebody's warmed them up for you. Gotcha. So that's a great place to make sure you keep trying new material, not just doing the same thirty to show okay. everybody how good that thirty is. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the S. That's the swap. It so we got to put it in the front of your show, the rear of your show, extend your show with or extend your s- material, then swap out, and then the last the H <laughs> is how are you can do it that works for you. Yeah, you know every every piece of advice I give or I hear, you put it through the filter of. Does this work for me? Yeah. And I don't expect everything I say to work for everybody, and I expect to be enlightened all the time by other comics doing things differently. Totally. But how can you do a show and and work in new material where you're comfortable and you're going to do it? Yeah. Like, I hate for you to pick one of these first four <laughs> and go, I'm just going to do that because Rick said so or, or whatever. If you've got an idea of how it can work for you, you know, work it in. I saw... Uh, there's a comic here in Nashville one of my favorite guys, Mark Knutson. Yeah. And so he's got this fun technique that he'll use where he'll write the name of a, a bit on an index card, shuffle them up, oh. and then have somebody pull a card out. And, and he plays it off like somebody a, from the audience like yeah, yeah. oh nice and and the show I saw he actually had somebody on stage pulling it off and he had some interaction with them that was fun cool so he's already written a joke on yeah. this but he says hey I just wrote these six topics down before the show I'm going to try to come yeah. up with some material
0: I'm a professional yeah
1: <laughs> so it, it's kind of funny some people really think he's making it up on the spot and other sure. people realize it's a game but he, he may put one or two new jokes in there and not know where they're going to pull it out right? so it forces him to, to address the joke try it out and if it works right then, yeah, he's got to play so gosh yeah and that, that also reminds me of another uh, gimmick trick thing that I saw a long time ago and I can't remember if it was a guy Tim Lucas that I worked with in Columbus if he initiated it or he just found it and <laughs> did it but I like this one a lot he would have a, a deck of cards uh-huh. and he had like a, a legal pad and on the legal pad he had you know two through ace of yeah. spades and he'd have a joke name next to it and oh, so he would shuffle the, the deck and, and hey pick a card any card yeah. Slade'd so like pull out jack of hearts and he goes speaking of hot dogs <laughs> oh right and this,
0: sure so it, it,
1: it was a great way to not script a show right and to make you maybe do jokes you normally wouldn't do because yeah. that's the card and then at any point obviously when it was end of 15 minutes he could oh jack of spades and do whatever his closer was. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I gotcha. mean? So so there's a, he a, was a little more in control of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I you, like that.
1: Now I guess to to be totally, you know, if you wanted to not be in trouble, have somebody else hold the legal pad and somebody else over here do the yeah, cards and yeah. just you got to do what they say.
0: But you're right. It's it's a show. I mean, that it's that's fun. It adds the the element of like surprise even to you, you yeah. know. They get to see you kind of running a little bit.
1: Yeah, it could be I mean, I've never seen this or tried it or even thought about it before now. But you could, if you really wanted to have fun with something like this, I mean, how many different ways can you surprise yourself with which joke comes next? Oh yeah. I mean, I like the card thing. What if you, what if you put the name of a joke in a balloon, blew it up, and you've got six balloons on stage, and you have somebody pop a balloon? Yeah. I mean, just crazy fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it fun. Pull it out of a hat. Um, Whatever you can think of. The, The key is making sure new material gets in the mix and gets developed. Yeah. If you keep doing what you've always done, you're gonna have a mortgage payment. that's not bad. <laughs> now, you'll keep on getting what you always got but you yeah. want you want to work the new stuff in. comics respect you more, and listen you don't have to ever worry about impressing other comedians, yeah, but if you want to get on shows that they're booking, you might want to show them that you know what you're doing once yeah in a while. yeah 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 you, know, yeah, you yeah. never never only focus on pleasing comics, but you know. Keeping some fresh material in there lets other people know that you're writing. It's if you're hard
0: because it's both things. It's you've got to impress the audience and the other comics who are maybe suggesting you to come work with them or come work at a club or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have good credibility with your with your peers. Uh, you can still work without it if you've got. If you've got all the stuff that that you need, yeah. you know, killer material. I've, I've seen guys, on, you know, unfortunately, that great material, and, and they're just hateful off stage, and nobody <laughs> likes them, and whatever. Yeah, I've seen comics that still, and they still get managers and <sighs> agents. So it's yeah. like you don't have to please your peers, but sure. you'll have more opportunities to develop your craft if you're yeah. if you're working in new material. I know when I see guys, uh, you know, Brian Bates, Johnny W. They both took the class. They're both doing yep. great. Every time I see them, they've got a considerable amount of new material, and it's good, and they're yeah. working on it. And so it's it's impressive, and it it gives me more confidence in in recommending them to other people. Sure, and and that's with with all comics that I see. So, um, good stuff there. Love so it. keep it fresh. F- put it in the front. Put it in the rear. Extend <laughs> an idea. The rear, the rear of your show. Let's start over there. We're not going to edit, but we're going to start over. Uh. So when it comes to working in new material, you can yep. put it in the front of the show, of the show, the rear of the show, of the show. extend a joke that's already in your show, yep. swap out a joke that's in your show, in show, and do it however you want. That's F-R-E-S-H. That's fresh. Yep. Keep it fresh. If, uh, <laughs> if you're in the Nashville area and you're looking about... Uh, maybe taking a class. I do have a business class coming up November 21st. Yeah. That's a Saturday. It'll be from 1 till 4 in the afternoon at the headquarters here. Uh, business class goes in depth about all things comedy, what you can expect to get paid at different levels, what you need from different bookers, specific things from specific bookers that they want before yeah. they'll hire you or look at a tape or be uh, interested in you at all. Talk about merchandise, uh, taxes. Ooh. Yeah, just a little bit about taxes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talk about the niche markets and how to find the best one for you. That class is a lot of fun, uh, November 21st. If you have taken the writing class and you're in the Nashville area and you want to jump into the performance class, we're looking at November 10, 17, and 24 at Mad Donna's in East Nashville for that from 530
0: to 730. Do it. it I don't mean to interrupt, but if you're local and you can get to this performance class, do it. Jump in. I took, uh, I took it, and, uh, and it is... It, even if you think you know everything you don't i mean he can just tell you just from looking at you on stage what to do to better your act and and he can help you be a better you <laughs> that's, yeah, it's, that's it's, what i would say <laughs> it's super
1: fun it's it's of all the classes it's the one that i wish i would i would take with the group yeah but they're they're paying to take it so i don't (laughs) want to like say okay you guys work for me and help Uh, me but the feedback you get on your material in that class uh extends
0: material personality everything how you hold the microphone my my big one was that i had the death grip on the microphone Uh like you know so it was that it's, it's little things like that that sometimes you just need to take that extra step and commit the money to go do it and just and start
1: <laughs> yeah it'll it'll answer the questions that you have in your mind and yeah. then you'll also be opened up to some new ideas you weren't even thinking about but it's a great chance to work on some material so that's like I said November 10th 17th 24th those are Tuesdays from 530 to 730 here in East Nashville uh, if any of that interests you shoot me an email at schooloflaughs at gmail.com yeah. don't forget we're on Twitter at Laughs. Uh, lots of links to articles about stand-up comedy yeah. a good 12 to 15 a day and announcements in there as well. So check us out online. Thanks for listening, and we will catch up with you next time. See you.
0: Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. If you'd like to hear more School of Laughs podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For information on upcoming live and online classes, visit SchoolOfLaughs.com. Until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay money.